Become a Leslie's Pro member, and with almost a 1,000 locations conveniently located less than 3 miles from your service route, you can quickly get in and out and take care of your customers. Get Skimmer, America's number one pool service software platform. Listeners of the podcast can try Skimmer for free. Visit my website, swimmingpoollearning.com, and click on the Leslie's Pro and the Skimmer banners to learn more. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Hi, welcome to the Pool Guy Podcast Show. In this episode, I'm going to continue my series on basic business skills. I'm going to talk to you about billing and paperwork. These are things that some people find hard to come by, myself included. But in order to run your business successfully, you have to have the ability to bill correctly and also to have a paperwork trail. Leslie's Pool Supplies is a proud partner of the Pool Guy Podcast Show. Leslie's Pool Supplies has been do-it-yourselfers and pool trade professionals' trusted partners since 1963, providing quality products and services to make pool care easy and solutions and expertise to do it right. So whenever I go to my dentist's office, I'm always amazed by how they keep track of everything. I've been going there for over 15 years to the same dentist, and they haven't put everything in the computer, like maybe a modern service. So they'll go to the back wall, and there's just rows and rows of files, and They'll pull my chart out, and it has all my records going back for 15 years. And so for them, I think they have a good handle on paperwork, on checking things, and also, of course, on having the history of the client. Now, for your pool service business, I don't expect you to have all your clients filed away like that. It would be pretty unrealistic to have records that detailed. However, I think the more detailed you get, the better you are to serve your client. And so there are a lot of apps that are available that will help you organize the clients on your route. For instance, you'll know what filter they have, what motor they have, what pump they have, etc. if they have a salt system or not. And all these things are important to note and keep track of, of course, just like the dentist keeps track of all your records. And when you had your x-ray last, you have to keep track of when you clean the filter last. Things like this are important. That way you don't make any mistakes and things don't fall through the cracks. It's also important to be able to pull up a list and if the customer asks when the last time his filter was serviced, you're going to have an accurate date and answer for them so that they know when you service a filter. And all of this goes hand in hand with billing. So if you're using one of these pool service apps, either Pay the Pool Man, Skimmer, Aquasuite, or Jobber, any of these apps would definitely be helpful and organizing your business, organizing your clients, and organizing your billing. If you don't want to use an app per se, you can definitely get online billing software. QuickBooks is a very common one used by a lot of businesses. I think it's a pretty great program. I use a variety of different programs to test them out. So I'm always trying different programs with my billing. I tried Jobber for about nine months. It's fairly decent. It's not a bad software. It's pretty broad also, and you can actually set it to where the customer can pay you directly um, at the invoice with their credit card on file. I like um, Square. Square is really good. You can generate an invoice pretty easily on Square, and it's free. They just take a percentage of the transaction um, when you bill through Square. You can try different programs like Zoho Invoicing, which I've used, and I use that one on occasion. So there's a lot of different softwares you can use to organize your route and also to get the billing done. 
And so you have to do this, of course, because part of being in business is invoicing your customers or clients so that you can get paid. And then, of course, following up to make sure to see who, who paid and who didn't pay is also very important. So one aspect of your business that's really important that a lot of people aren't that great at, including myself, my wife backs me up on this. She's able to track down different charges and double check things. But you have to create a system to where you're not actually giving stuff to customers for free. What I mean is that if you install a skimmer basket, pump basket, or any other kind of chemical that you use there, you have to log it so that you know that the customer needs to be charged for it at the end of the month. And a lot of times, if you let things fall through the cracks, it'll add up to a lot of money over the course of a year. For, for example, if you miss a skimmer basket here, maybe you miss charging someone for their phosphate treatment on another occasion, and you know, it could add up to $80 or $100 a month, which is $1,000 or $1,200 a year in charges that you didn't itemize towards the customer, but you've absorbed them because you either forgot to charge them or failed to charge them. So there's a lot of good reason not to let things fall through the cracks. And you're not nickel and diamond the customer, of course, by charging them for everything. But at the same time, a skimmer basket costs you $8 or so, or $9, depending. And if you let that go, then you're giving that to your customer for free. And that's kind of like a discount on their monthly service. And you're actually losing money if you continue to do this on occasion or ever so often. It could add up to a lot of money over the course of one year. So to prevent that, you want to log every time you purchase something for a customer. And you want to keep the invoices from your wholesaler and itemize those things on there. Mark them, highlight things. You can use an app like Pay the Pool Man or AquaSuite where you can actually enter the item at the account. And that way you don't lose track of actually adding something at that moment. Because if you multiply your pool route by how many pools you do every day, by every week, and throughout the month, you're definitely going to forget things if you don't log them and record them right away. And then, of course, you have to keep track of the money coming in from the customers. And I'll give you a generalization here. About 10% of your customers are going to be late every month, no matter if they have the money to pay you. You know, some could be very successful doctors, but their personality is just to pay everything late. That's just how they are. They're pretty careless about their bills, and it's common in about 10% of your clientele on average. And then you have the other 10%, which I fall into that category, where when I get a bill, I pay it right away. I just had a plumber do some work for me. I called him and I texted him that I'm going to send him the check. He's kind of old school. And after I got done texting him, I had the check written up, and it was in the mailbox within five minutes. So you have about 10% of people like that that will pay the bill right away. And then the rest of the people probably fall somewhere in the middle where things trickle in near, near the beginning of the month or right about that time. And so when do you actually bill the customers? I usually try to bill the customers on the 21st or 22nd of the month. That gives them about eight or nine days to actually get everything ready to pay you. You don't want to be billing the customers on the 30th or 31st. You're not giving them enough time to actually get out there and mail you the check. And you want to try to set up some of your customers on auto pay if you can. That way they'll be uh, the payment will be drafted when you send the invoice from their credit card or through their bank. This sometimes may be difficult for a lot of customers, and I don't have too many that do the auto pay. I think I have a small percentage at this point that does that, but that's probably the best way to do it if you want to get paid every month on the 22nd 
or 23rd is to have them on auto pay. The only thing that becomes a little problematic is when you bill them for extra items like filter cleaning or for the tablets or for other services. The money may be coming a little later because they are so used to the auto draft that they don't actually look at their invoices. So that's one thing that you have to be aware of too is that you want to make anything extra clear on the invoice and you want to make sure the customer actually opens and looks at their invoice every month. A lot of times they'll just automatically write you a check for the amount of service without actually looking at the invoice. What I like to do whenever I have an extra charge for the customer is to put in the subject line of the invoice to the email, you know, monthly service for July and filter cleaning charge or whatever you want to put there. Actually, I don't do the filters in July, I do them in March, but you want to emphasize that in the subject of the email so the customer knows that there's actually an extra charge along with the invoice. And sometimes that helps a lot to get them to pay you because if you have customers that aren't paying you for the parts and services that you install, you're actually losing money technically in a way until they pay you for those parts because you're putting money out to purchase those items. And so you want to try to get the money as soon as possible from the extra items in the service. Some people will bill them right when they install the item. I find that to be kind of hard for the customer to navigate when they get extra bills every month or a bill here and there. I kind of like just doing it when I do the monthly invoice or monthly bill for them and add it on there and make sure they see it in some way. I'll also remind them sometimes if they miss the item that they forgot to pay me for it either through an email or text message so that in the next invoice they're going to be aware of it and they're going to pay me for that. And then of course the question is how hard do you press the customers that are late every month, that 10% that are always late? How far do you go before you stop service? And I would say you don't want to go more than two months with free service because then you're really losing a lot of money. So after the first month they miss, you want to make sure that you hound them in a nice way, email, text message, door hanger, whatever you want to do to get their attention. And then after the second month of non-payment, you simply want to notify them that you're going to stop service due to non-payment. And if the pool starts to turn cloudy or green on them, they'll get the idea that they didn't pay for service and maybe they'll call you back. Sometimes they don't. And, you know, I wouldn't go further than that amount of time because then three or four months of free service becomes hard for them to actually pay for in a lump sum. And you're getting to a point where people don't have that kind of money available to pay you three or $400 to catch up on the service. So just want to drop them at that point and move on. You want to make sure that you keep all your receipts, invoices, anything that's business related, file them away. Again, my wife's really good about following things in different categories. So she'll put things in the insurance file right away. She'll put things in the expenses for the business file, office expenses. So she has a good system together whenever there's an invoice or a bill that's paid. She knows where to file it. So having that system ahead of time really helps you later when you go to file your taxes and you have all the paperwork organized all year round already. And then all you have to do is itemize everything on your taxes. My CPA sends a really nice form out every year, what I deducted last year in each category, and then a blank for this year. And I fill that in and so I can see what I put last year and what I had this year for it. And it's a really nice way to stay organized and you don't miss anything. You can miss a lot of things if you don't have a good CPA that has a form like this that keeps track of it for you. And you may miss certain deductions um, that you normally could take and save some money on your taxes. The bottom line is you want to create a system where 
you know exactly how much to charge the customer for any extra service or parts that you put in there. You want to have a system to know which customers have paid you, which ones are overdue in payment, and you want to stay organized and keep track of all of your expenses so you know at the end of the year how much money is going out as a business expense, how much you can deduct on your taxes, and how much money you're actually making. And it's important to keep up on this because, again, like I mentioned, if, you lo- if you're losing $80 or $100 worth of product every month, that adds up to a lot of money. If you don't hound or get on those customers in a nice way to pay you for items that you've installed or to pay you for the monthly service, you're actually going to be losing quite a bit of money, especially if 10% of them are late and you have bills to pay yourself. And so if you normally would get 6000 a month from your billing and 10% of people are late, that's $600, and so your income is actually only 5400 at that point, and you have a lot of expenses that are reoccurring that you can't defer until you get that money. So you want to make sure that you have a system set up to where you can get as much money as possible every month from your clients so that you're not floating things yourself or moving things around or not paying things because you're not getting all the money that should be coming in. And so if you're the kind of person that struggles with billing, paperwork, and expenses, you're going to have a tough time running your business and making a profit to get a handle on this. And so one thing you really need to do is sit down, develop a system that's going to work for you, and really implement that every month so that you can collect all the money that's due you without anything really falling through the cracks every month. So I think you can sit down with a good CPA and they'll help you draw up a business plan and they'll also give you a list of things that you can deduct every year on your taxes. And I think it's definitely worth paying for a CPA to do your taxes and have the ability to meet with him on a regular basis to go over or email them at least to go over things that you need to discuss with them that you can't answer on your own. And if you're interested in the other two parts of the business series that I recorded prior to this one, you can go to my website, swingprolearning.com. You can click on the podcast show icon and you can scroll back down to the previous episodes which were in the previous week here and you can see the other two parts of the business series. And if you're in the pool service business and you're starting out or you want to enhance your business, definitely check out my coaching program at poolguycoaching.com. A lot of great benefits there and definitely it's something that could really help you in your business. And you can learn more about that again at poolguycoaching.com. Thanks for listening to this podcast. Have a great rest of your week. And God bless. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. The Pool Guy Podcast Show. Yeah! Real quick, if you're not using pool service software, try Skimmer free for 30 days at getskimmer backslash pool guy. Again, that's getskimmer backslash pool guy. Skimmer, everything you need to run your pool service business all in one app.